0: Star
1: Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. I'm Lizzie and this is a show where you decide the course of my fate on a weekly basis. The show comes out every Thursday, that's when you go to my Instagram stories and just really exercise your right to vote. I get the results on Friday and I have to take immediate action. You can truly listen to the show wherever, whenever, full volume in a courtroom while getting a manicure, putting your hands in their hands. Without further discussion, let's dive into the past. Last week, we continued with two ongoing unfurling paths in an episode called Mom's Day or Matched by May. Just a brief refresher to catch some of you up. Mom's Day was that in a previous episode, I had an Ikea building expert, I should put that in quotes, um, come over to build the mom dresser from Ikea. He did not finish the dresser and I was left with a mere frame, a mere idea of a dresser. Since he came over on Mother's Day, and since I have a dead mother, I decided that if you voted for Mom's Day, I would make May 20th an official holiday and treat it like Mother's Day for people who have maybe a dead mother or or a strange relationship. That would be your day to build furniture, but really treat it like Mother's Day. You know, get flowers, drink a mimosa, The other option was to let one of my experts from that episode, Matchmaker May, set me up with some men on her matchmaking roster. I'm not even kidding you. It was a tie. (laughs) We have stumbled upon our first tie in Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands History. Here's the thing. I voted. And it never occurred to me that that could be the vote that, you know, tipped everything to one side, much like an Ikea dresser. Um... But yeah, it, it tipped the votes toward Mom's Day. And I just thought, you know what? I was like, I want to make this as democratic as possible. So I did both. And I submitted my form, my dating profile to Matchmaker May. I filled out that questionnaire. I turned in three looks, uh, close-up, first date look, and then full body um, that was just me strangling my jujitsu teacher while I, while he went, You got it. That's a callback to a previous episode. We're building a fabric here. Okay, so the dresser, it's a harrowing tale. I went to Trader Joe's, I got pulp-free orange juice. I I did not I found the Bellini recipe a little daunting. I just felt like I do not want to be the owner of Peach Puree. It's just not in the cards for me. I bought flowers. They're called yellow mums. I felt like that kind of tied the whole mom's day thing together. And with the help of a YouTube tutorial, I built the drawers myself. I even used a drill for the underside to make those um support rails. But when I went to put the drawers in the dresser, they didn't fit. I tried every angle. I tried every position. There were like little pieces of particle board kind of scratching off. And I thought something's wrong. I called Ikea. It was actually calling Ikea felt more like a therapy session. The woman was like, I'm really sorry you're going through this right now. Um, They mean well, but they're not trained in the art of particle board dresser making. So I wasted the entire day Googling, why don't my drawers fit fit on the six-drawer mom until nightfall, at which point I realized my expert had installed the middle panel upside down, the one that has the wheels with the tracks that the drawers are supposed to slide into. So I had done the drawers correctly, but there was actually no physical way to fit them into the frame built by my expert. Um, I really did not want to call a task rabbit. I tried to figure it out myself, but eventually I had to succumb to that inevitable fate. And I did book one. He came to my apartment. I'm not ready to use his name yet, but in his profile, I saw that he was a fire performer. And we started chatting about, you know, performing in Los Angeles. And he said, I could pretty safely start you on fire like for a show and i just looked at him (laughs) i felt the room go up in flames and i thought and an episode is born i was like that would be amazing so i i actually tried to set the wheels in motion i asked the booker of a show i have on friday night would that be okay with you and he was really receptive to it but then it turned out my task rabbit fire performer was going to be out of town at a festival I was like, you know what, maybe that's better. It's not the kind of thing you want to rush. Like, okay, I'll meet you at five. And then at seven, I'll burst into flames. Um, So I was initially excited about this. And then I have to tell you guys, I was lying in bed like the night before recording with my guests. And I was like, wait a minute. I would let someone start me on fire? Like... (laughs) I think mentally I was excited that you know all this chaos around the dresser had led to yet another possibility and it kind of spoke to the nature of the show like wouldn't it be crazy if buying the mom dresser led to this you know performance of a lifetime just I mean who knows I it would be awful I was thinking if I bombed and then burst into flames <laughs> like you don't really know how things are going to go with comedy Okay, now let me address the other thing, exciting thing in my past. A few weeks ago, for an episode, I was going to audition for a play, and I was looking um, through the auditions, and instead of a play, I found a job on Backstage.com, which is like where you find auditions, to be a tour guide. And not just any kind of tour guide, but for the TV show, the hit drama, This Is Us, so I wanted to make sure I had the job before I presented it as an option because um, many of you remember we went down that Goldstone Creamery path. Uh, today I am proud to announce that after a rigorous application process, I have secured employment as a tour guide for this is us. I have the information. I am going to be, you know, if you vote for it in a matter of weeks. Riding in a town car with strangers from around the world saying, this is where Chrissy Metz went to a Mexican restaurant with you know who. Actually, there are going to be spoilers in this episode. So if you haven't seen the show and you're just hankering to watch This Is Us, um, you'll be it's not going to blow too much, actually. Oh, my God. That's such a thing. I'm like, it's not going to burst too much into flames for you. So all of that takes us barreling into the present. I am turning to you. I am turning to you to ask, do I work with this, you know, kind of fetish fire task rabbit and maybe create some joke that would involve me exposing myself to the element of fire? And I'm going to discuss that in depth with my guests today. Or do I continue on this tour guide path this exploration of a cultural phenomenon, exploring the dramatic lives of these interconnected triplets. I do need a job. The OnlyFans is not cracking it right now. At one point, my friend was like, yeah, I logged on and I was like inundated by images of hearts and thoughts. So anyway, today I ask you more than I ever have before in my God-given life, this is fire or this is us. First, I really wanted to talk to someone who was experienced with fire, and I, I tried to call all these different fire stores and stuff, like these fire supply stores, they all said permanently closed. And I was like, I wonder why. Just like every fire store burned to ashes. Finally, I was connected to an incredible expert. I'm, I am actually so grateful I got to talk to him. This is Aaron Bonk. So... Are you, would do you consider yourself a fire performer?
2: Uh, yes, I do. I, it's a, that's, it's part of what I do. Um, I consider myself a, a juggler and a whip artist primarily, um, but fire is a, a big part of that, especially with my gigs on land, because I do quite a bit of cruise ship work as well, but that's no fire.
1: Oh my God. You would think so. that would be the place to do fire.
2: <laughs> well, they frown upon Open fire. Right. see, <laughs> You know. <laughs> right. Virgin
1: Cruises.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Doesn't want to deal with any lawsuits. I suppose.
2: Exactly. Okay. And, you know. Yeah. There's. You know. There's these big multi-million-dollar theaters and. Right. You know, shit could go wrong horribly. So sorry. Are we recording no. already? That's yeah. Funny, I, I swear.
1: This is actually perfect, and I like. I love that you said. Shit can go wrong horribly because so basically, I had a task rabbit who I found out he was a fire performer, and he goes, Yeah, I could actually pretty safely start you on fire. So it would be like people would vote for this on the podcast for for this option for me to be set on fire, and then I would. (laughs) It's a really crazy. It's a pretty crazy show.
2: Uh (laughs) Right on. Awesome. Um, Yeah, okay. So
1: So, I just don't uh, know, like, I guess I'm wondering, like, should I trust someone who says that they could pretty safely set me on fire?
2: uh, Here's what I would do in that situation. I would look up their background. I I would get their credentials. How many... Times have they set themselves or other people on fire on purpose? Uh,
1: okay.
2: uh, versus how many times accidentally? I suppose. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, because you know, I one of the world records I have is fire whip cracking in a full body burn. So I was completely on fire for that. But uh, the person, I the main person, I had helping me do that was a professional stuntman who also had world records with full body burns and was well-versed in doing that and you know he's he's been in movies and tv shows uh doing full body burns and lighting people on fire so if somebody wanted to light me on fire i would need to know their credentials and uh probably also their insurance information
3: oh my god
1: (laughs) Aaron! wait that is wild so you what did you wear when you were when they set you on fire
2: okay well it was uh couple layers of Nomex uh, that had been soaked in a fire retardant gel. And, uh, and then on top of that, a couple more layers of cotton, pure cotton clothing uh, to burn off. And then even on top of that, just for the look, uh, a whole other fully cotton race driving suit to help keep it up. And then also a couple layers of hoods with all that going on, special safety glasses. Um, Yeah. Wow. That's, that's how I did that. That
1: is, yeah, that is a trip to Uniqlo for sure. Yeah. Wait, so so I can't, okay. So this isn't something that you could just say, let's meet this afternoon and then tonight we'll make it happen.
2: I mean, like I said, it depends on how much experience the other person has um, and how much you're going to get lit on fire. Like, if it's, if it's just going to be part of your keyboard being lit on fire, that's easy. You can attach torches to things and be pretty safe with that. Okay. But if it's, going to, if it's going to be you specifically on fire, <laughs> it's going to depend on how much of you is on fire, what part of you... Um, Oh my God. You could meet tonight to do it first, but I, I wouldn't say meet tonight uh, to perform it. You know, right. I'd, I'd get a few practices under your belt first.
1: Um, have, you worked get, with, have you worked with anyone who is inexperienced, I guess, in the realm of fire? It, did you say inexperienced? Uh, yeah, like anyone who, like a volunteer or anything like that who just knew nothing about the world of, I guess, pyrotechnics.
2: Yeah, I've never worked with anyone with fire who was completely inexperienced.
1: Okay. No. That is a concern for me is like, what if I get around the fire? I mean, I'm scared to roast a s'more, so... Okay. This
2: this won't be an issue for you. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... Okay. Given assumption that the person you're working with is is very experienced in doing this and working with people who uh haven't done any of this before okay. i would assume there's usually a way to ease it in like you start with a small flame and mm. you know you don't you don't just jump into like a full body burn obviously you, you know, there you know start with uh just a little bit of flame on your hand that's been you
1: like you start by holding it yeah. and
2: protection and that kind of thing and sort of you start small, you work your way up.
1: Right. You start by holding a candle. But <laughs> <laughs> <That's a laughs> like idea. you start yes. with a flameless candle and then work your way up.
2: <laughs> yes. And oh my um, it is you're gonna want other than the person who's helping you being lit on fire, you're gonna want at least one to two other people there. Um, one holding a wet towel or something uh, completely mm. cotton. Um to help put fire out if necessary, and also somebody there with a fire extinguisher that is rated to uh, to handle fuel based fires, which is I assume what you are going for.
1: Erin, I was so excited by the idea of doing yeah. this, and the more I hear, I want to do it less and less. <laughs> I can't believe you do this. It's did you have to overcome any kind of personal fear?
2: Um, definitely. Uh, the. F- the first time I did a full body burn was was years ago and it was with the idea of going for this world record eventually and it was like, you know, I wanna try this. So my friend was, All right, well let's let's light you up and I went for about fourteen seconds. It was easily the longest fourteen seconds of my life. And uh yeah, and it was it was quite a rush, but I, I was I was definitely scared. But I also knew I was working with somebody who was experienced, so that helped. Right. But that being said, I had also been performing with fire for many years before lighting myself on fire. As a as a juggler, as a whip artist, I've been working with fire props for many years. And even before that, I've been fascinated by fire my entire life. So I always try to maintain a healthy respect for it, but it's something that has just been, you know, fascinating me for as long as I can remember. You know, even just being a little kid, playing with... Uh, hairspray and a candle
1: making Mm. fireballs Uh, (laughs) oh my god wait are you i mean hot button question what's your astrological sign (laughs) (laughs)
2: i'm a Pisces, which is a sign but uh
1: yes maybe that balances it
2: i think so maybe
1: like you know you'll be safe
2: (laughs) If not i'll just dive into water right Um,
1: oh my god what is your do you want to plug your instagram or anything
2: Yes, my Instagram is Aaron Bonk Show. That's A-A-R-O-N-B-O-N-K-S-H-O-W. Um, or AaronBonk.com has all my uh, info and social media info as well.
1: Excellent. Thank you so and, much, and, and Aaron.
2: Including including video of that world <gasps> record where I set myself completely on oh. fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to watch, and I also am terrified. <laughs> Okay.
2: This is so amazing. I, yeah, I'm so super, super interested to find out I'm where so and how this goes.
1: I, amazing. So. I'm so happy you were on the podcast, and, and there is a <laughs> chance we'll be back in touch. Okay. I did look this guy up on Instagram, the fire performer that I'm supposed to be working with. It says he's insured, and he's also a certified massage therapist. Okay. Next. I found out that one of the coolest, nicest people I know and hilarious performer was actually a universal tour guide for seven years. Here's some breathtaking insight from Justine Marino.
0: I was a universal studios tour guide, like at the theme park, like on the bus in the blue denim shirt with the khakis, the very unflattered where you go through and jaws pops out on you. That's <laughs> where I was the tour guide.
1: Were people allowed to ask you questions in the moment?
0: No, not really. Okay. I mean, in the front car because it's a it's it's a tram that's basically four separate cars. I love um, a tram. So okay. I could only hear the people in the front car. Um, so if they had a question, I could answer it. But for the most part, it's just basically like an hour long, one woman, one man mm-hmm. show with the back oh. lot.
1: <laughs> Did you ever run into people you knew? Or was that? Yes.
0: Yes. Sometimes. And what was really embarrassing, I mean, not even embarrassing, but because it's a fun job, whatever, but it, you know, it's still like, right. it pays like, you know, it's not the best pay and you're working at a theme park. It was a fun job, but I would run into people that I knew. And then when I started touring and after I had done the special with Jenny McCarthy that I did, uh, Dirty, Sexy, Funny, she, I, literally was still working as a tour guide and people like recognized me who had been at the taping they were like oh you really are a tour guide like it was so funny people would come in who recognized me from stand-up and I used to do material about it and they were like wow this is really your life okay which way to the tour ma'am um
1: (laughs) do you did it leave more of a positive or a negative like do you have nightmares about it
0: no, it definitely positive for sure. It was so fun. I make fun of it, but it was such a fun job. Obviously I stayed for seven years. I've literally never held on to a job even close to long enough. Like I have a reputation for, you know, just not being into a job and quitting pretty quickly, um, with the exception of like stand up or working in T V and stuff right. and with the exception of being a tour
1: guide. Which what if I was like, again. a lot of executives are listening, Justine. Don't say you quit jobs. <laughs> like, you're like, with the exception. <laughs> I had no
0: idea it was such a big job for up-and-coming actors and comedians, but you go through, back when I did it, four rounds of auditions, and then you are invited to the training, and you have to make it through the training. It, like, it should be a reality show just to see who makes the cut. But the first time... I was out on a tram by myself. It kind of felt like the first time you drive by yourself without any supervision, you're like, am I supposed to be doing this? This feels wrong. Um, but then you get the hang of it and you do it a bunch more times for seven years. And by the end, uh, yeah, you're it's, it's like a no-brainer. I could do it in my sleep.
1: Justine, I love this as part of your L.A. journey.
0: Thank you so much. It's a really, it was a highlight. And I go back to the tour all the time. So I really am a fan. I can't recommend it enough.
1: You're like, I hijack the tour all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I show up in my dam. (laughs) Justine, this is so incredible. And (laughs) you're such a fantastic performer. I I love hearing your origin story. Thanks, Justine. Um, Yes, of course.
0: And best of luck with your with your venture and to toward us
1: <laughs> thank you justine is amazing please follow her at justine machine one that is the numeral one <phone rings> Okay. My guests, I have known them forever. They're both just immensely talented. So let's get into it. I can't believe the guests I have today. I've known both of them for such a long time. They're just immensely talented people. I have Jessie Gaskell, who's been a writer for Conan, for Hello Ross. Um, She's also been my boss like a million times. She's an incredible (laughs) boss. Anyone out there who's looking for a sub-dom relationship, Jesse's a great boss.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's why this podcast, it's been driving me crazy to not just be able to call in and yell what oh I want you to
1: do. I, I'm so happy. She also listens to the show, and she's the host of Inside Conan. It's called An Important Hollywood Podcast, right?
3: Yes. Okay. Th- that's sort of tongue-in-cheek.
1: It's so funny. I've I've been listening to it. It's she's incredible on it. And then I also have my dear friend Taylor Williamson, one of my first friends in Los Angeles. I mean, I'm really getting hit with a gust of the past here. <laughs> Taylor Wait, no well, joke. She,
4: she, she got all these credits, and I'm just like your friend.
1: I am about to. An hour,
4: you, did, you did two takes, and you gave her, like, 16 credits. You said she's the, your dominant did, boss. Takes... I'm like, this Taylor's some guy I met a long he, time ago.
3: really supportive. No, no, friends. no.
1: Taylor was no. the first runner-up on America's Got Talent. The yes. first one. Okay, soak that in for a moment. He also just did a hilarious set on Nick Cannon's new late night show, Taylor. It was so funny. And
4: rest, rest in peace, Nick Cannon show.
1: And we used oh, to get it
3: canceled. Oh,
1: it's
4: just I don't think it was renewed. Oh, okay. That's, That's, a... <laughs> That's
3: a nice way to okay, say. Okay,
4: we'll petition to bring grateful. it back. <laughs> I'm very good. Petitionchange.org.
1: And you have a hilarious special, isn't it called Please Like Me?
4: Oh yeah. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, I mean, I do have the credits. I have them on hand. Okay, before we get into this, I'm going to make a prediction of which way Jesse and Taylor are going to end up voting by the end of our discussion, okay? I feel that Taylor is going to go, this is fire, and Jesse is going to go, this is us. And I have my reasons.
3: Well, it's one of them that I wrote you a letter of referral for. This is us, yes. and that I'm—I put yes. my professional credibility on the line for you for that job. <laughs> I'll never Jessie. work in this town again, Lizzie. You can't quit,
1: <laughs> Jesse. You did write me the nicest letter. Like it was worth it for me to apply just to see what my friends had to say about me.
3: Uh, is that the only reason you did it? <laughs> yeah, like my, having, having a fake funeral. <laughs> That is so funny. That is what it
1: was like. Cause you wrote one, and then Jimmy Smagula and Jan Davidson, who were on a previous episode. I, this is this, the This Is Us option has been a long time coming. So, Taylor, just to fill you in, I applied to be a tour guide for the TV show This Is Us a few weeks Wait. ago.
4: Can you explain the, the show name Jim, Jimmy Smagula? I love this person. I just, I'm sorry to, I know we're focusing on one thing at a time, no. I just, you know, a person. I want to be best friends with Jimmy Smagula.
1: Jimmy Smagula, actually, because Taylor, you have so many actors in your family. He would fit into your family very well. You, all your, you're always one like, watch my cousin two. on Bones. You always have a
3: post about <laughs> some. Your family is single-handedly <laughs> keeping Bones afloat.
4: She was just on NCIS Los Angeles.
3: Wow.
1: I'm telling you, you ca- you have a million actorly cousins.
3: Does she play like a, a I don't know. I'll like tell a, you. A, a, yeah, tell us a what cadaver. kind of role she plays. I was going to say a prostitute with a heart of gold. S-
4: ma'am. <laughs> What you Jesse Gaskell is just roasting everyone in the darkest depths of, of of the soul. My goodness. I'm like so proud that my cousin's uh I, I, a television superstar. You're like, is she a whore?
3: I didn't listen, I didn't give any judgment about sex work.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she she played um uh, NCIS I don't know I I, can't, I didn't know what was happening the whole time but she played like a cop lady and her dog was stole, kidnapped but thank God I don't want to ruin the story but happy ending we're hoping that okay. the character recurs <laughs> we're
1: hoping it's recurring but,
4: but Baruch Hashem it's a recurring Baruch character Baruch Hashem
1: you guys <laughs> listeners Taylor arrived in, eating a, an entire box of matzah this morning that's really offensive
4: <laughs> that you would say that you That's did. so anti-Semitic. <laughs> right. I mentioned I'm Jewish, and you're like, he was eating a box of matzah. You no, know,
3: you literally were eating a <laughs> box of Monza.
4: I know, it's so good. Actually, it's not even that good, but it's just that uh, it's like trauma eating. I like feel like I have to, but...
1: Oh, my what, God. Okay, so but wait. But Jimmy Smagula. Okay, Jimmy <laughs> is an actor. So basically, I had to get letters. So on this show, every week, I'm giving people two options to choose what I do, and it's it's led down some... some Rather intense paths. So this one, I was actually thinking, oh, I'm going to audition for a play for the show and have that be one of the choices. But I was looking at the auditions and one said, we're looking for someone to lead the tour for This Is Us. So I,
3: during the pandemic, I watched almost the entire show. <laughs> And is that, like, it's through Los Angeles that you get to see the locations where the show takes place? Is that what yes. it is? So it's, like, people from the Midwest who are just hungry to
1: see where these characters— They're like, I want to see
3: the house that burned down.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, this is where the
3: crockpot
1: started. That's the only <laughs> story point I know in the show.
3: I should have said there will
1: be spoilers. There will be This Is Us spoilers.
4: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Taylor, never, have you seen the show? No, I, I I'm a big Mandy Moore fan, though. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, another spoiler, she undergoes no. a major <laughs> She und- I'm not going to spoil Facial anything. Facial
3: reconstruction surgery.
1: Uh, honestly, Jesse, that is not far from oh, what happens. No. The the show does a lot of flash forwarding. So, there's a scene, you know, you'll be watching and then suddenly Mandy Moore shows up with like a clay face. And what my my guest last week referred to as a California pizza kitchen manager wig. (laughs) She does look like – it's like a gray lob, basically, that they put on Mandy Moore. So she – yeah, she becomes like this older woman and kind of starts to deteriorate a little bit mentally. Yeah. Okay. Is
4: is Meanwhile Bent Amelia Okay.
1: Okay, I know actually he's not I, I'm so impressed by your pronunciation, but jesse do you, have you seen the show? I haven't
3: seen the show, but i okay. I think I know that he dies
4: Jesus Christ so, I'm sorry,
3: i it's been out for like ten years
4: <laughs> uh, yes kay.
1: he is death by crockpot, okay. I applied for this job, and
3: it was like a rigorous process like. Yeah, you needed three letters of rec. That was more than Stanford needed. Oh, that's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seriously, and I had... So first, I did a FaceTime with her. We did a call, and I didn't know... You know, sometimes with some people, it's just like FaceTime is implied, but I didn't realize that. So we did a call where I tried to put, like, a jacket over my pajamas quickly, <laughs> and- We did a call, then she had me submit a reel and then the letters of recommendation. So I've been through this like three tier process, much
3: like a triple decker tour bus. There were three tiers to my interview process. Do you have to take a test to prove that you know this is us trivia? Like, are you, you have to be an expert level? Honestly, I feel like that
1: should have been part of the process because, you know, that should have been the first thing. Yes, Taylor, you don't have to raise your
4: hand. (laughs) Do do they know that you're doing this as a goof? Like you're not looking for a full time job, or are you looking for a full time job?
1: I am looking for a job. So right now, I'm just doing shows right now. I have freelancing. We call that freelancing, Lizzie. (laughs) There's more free than Lance. I'll say that. (laughs) There's a lot of downtime right now. I mean, this podcast has become, in a weird way, a full time job. But you guys, I need 25,000 subscribers to make it that. So tell all your friends and family. So basically, I was thinking, oh, and that would also be a great way to make, like, supplemental income. And I think it would be fun to – so it's actually not a bus. I found out it's a town car.
3: And I, like, went online. Oh, so it's, like, a private tour? Yes. Oh, no.
4: For, like, two people?
3: I feel like maybe
1: three could smash in the vaccine. <laughs> what if they were like, and there will be lap sitting?
3: <laughs> you will have a
1: a fifty nine so year old
3: more intimate. than I was ex- I was imagining a double decker bus.
1: You will have a tax accountant from the Midwest on your lap
3: at all times, <laughs> and you have to let him touch you wherever he wants. He has to touch you <laughs> you can't say no to anything
1: he asks. And if you pass a sad location <laughs> that stirs up memories, he is allowed to sob into your bosom. You have to a have very, a very
3: absorbent bosom. A very <laughs>
1: absorbent. She's like, can you put the – she has me tilt the angle. On yes. Face so the show is super sentimental. Did you know that about it? You got, So it's it's – Yeah. The whole thing is underscored with this very just like delicate – You know, violin, music. And then I actually was doing a joke about it on stage. He's cracking the matzah. matzah. I love that matzah is part of this. It feels important. It's the loudest possible thing you could eat. (laughs) All
4: right, tell this story.
1: We want to hear more smacking, more cracking. Okay. So, okay. I can't even remember. It's a town car. It's a town cart, but what I was going to say about it is my guilt is that I have talked about the show a little bit on stage. I just go, oh, have you guys seen the show This Is Us? And then I go, it's so sentimental that I can't tell when they cut to commercial. Like,
3: Oh, yeah, I'll I remember be, that joke of yours. Yeah, idea.
1: I'll be watching it, and suddenly I'll go, I don't recognize these characters. Then I'll be like, AT&T, <laughs> just so you know, we care <laughs> <laughs> they they milk every you know it'll be a character that you don't really care about and they'll get like a two hour long and they
3: incorporate 9-11 somehow <laughs> right. it's like they're just trying to jerk at your heartstrings they
1: incorporate,
3: they incorporate the Mal- one of those characters Wait. was on one of the 9-11 planes I'm certain of it <laughs> they incorporate the mom
1: character the mom dresser <laughs> so they're trying to make you cry at every turn and I have to say a lot of the time it works. And also, it just has a very heavy family dynamic. And you're like, oh, I wonder what that would be like to be close with my family. <laughs> 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 because they're all twins. The whole thing is like, or they're triplets. Right. So it's like three kids who are triplets. One's like was abandoned at a fire station. Are they station. actual
3: triplets or is it the same kid playing them all? So it is, that is so
4: funny. Is it, is it Michael Keaton or Marlon Wayans?
3: Because that's a real, like, that's a meaty role for an actor. It's Chrissy Metz plays all three triplets.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll be cutting around a lot of the chewing <laughs> noises in post.
4: I'm not, I'm not distracting, am I?
1: It's not distracting. The strawberries are better than the
3: matzah.
4: <laughs> I'm far from the microphone. I, I just mean,
3: love I- that you waited until the moment we started recording. And then you were <laughs> like, you know what? I'm starving now. Taylor, I feel like you could be on a show like This Is Us. Thank
4: you. <laughs> I really you
1: know, do. We took an acting class together. Taylor was so good.
4: That Only half of that is true, but that is very funny. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Let's that. come up
3: with a storyline for Taylor.
4: <gasps> Can you he's do like, your writers?
3: He's always eating because
1: <laughs> he has a disease. There is a group in there that's like an OA group, an Overeaters Anonymous group. And there is a girl in there who's like, I have, tr- like, she's thin, and everyone's like, what
3: are you even doing here? Oh, you know? she has dysmorphia. Yeah. Yes. Do you have body dysmorphia, Taylor?
4: I do, actually. I've said I think I do, like, a week ago.
3: <clears throat> like, wow. days
4: ago. I got skinny fat during COVID, like, really, like, like, I'm, I always got made fun for being skinny. Like, that was the thing. But, like, for the first, twice during COVID, my little six-year-old cousin... You know, like, little kids, they don't lie, you know? She looks at me with all sincerity, and she's like, Cousin Taylor, why is your belly so big? And she was really inquisitive. Like, she wasn't roasting me or anything, you know? And then I did this USO tour with Wilmer Valderrama, who I thought was going to be Milo Ventimiglia. They're different people, (laughs) I just found out. (laughs) And, uh, and, uh, uh, that's... But then, um... Guy. The, the There's like a roasty thing at the end with this top ranking military guy, and he like goofed on everybody. Then he goofed on me for the tailor and his belly, and everyone laughed. And that means it's real. You know? Oh my so God. I've been, I've been I know. You're
1: just pregnant. <laughs>
4: and 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 uh, thank you for acknowledging that.
3: You look tiny, Taylor.
4: Thank you so you do. much. You you look
3: needed... tiny from the chest app.
1: Yeah. Thank
4: you so much. <laughs> I can take out my belly and show you if you want, but I feel like that's not We're going to save that
1: for the OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans account because
4: of this show. Did you get hit up by I saw you. Did you get hit up by OnlyFans because they reached out to me too. I don't want to take that away from you.
3: No, they didn't ask me. I went after them.
4: Stop. Oh my god,
3: you got Taylor's offer only from
1: OnlyFans. <laughs> so the other option is that Taylor. I'm assuming you have not listened to the entire series.
4: <laughs> That's rude. I'm not even. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. That hurts okay. my feelings. Okay.
1: Well, three episodes ago, I had a, an episode called "Guy I Met" or "or Dresser Roulette," where it was, do I go out with this guy I met when I was drunk at a food truck, or do I play a game of Dresser Roulette? And buy a dresser and then text the last ten guys in my phone. Will you help me assemble a dresser and see who puts it together?
4: This show's wild.
1: It's been (laughs) wait till you hear how this panned out. So every episode I call experts. It became like three different episodes. Yeah. It's been so much content. (laughs) We're still dealing with this. So basically, I call experts for every episode, and the expert on that episode said, I'm single and I would like to be added to the list of people you text about the dresser. And people messaged me, you've got to ask that guy. He put himself out there. He said on the episode, oh, I could put it together in 40 minutes. Like, he was like a Ikea building savant. So he came over. It took two hours.
3: And but it he seems didn't like he was it. maybe dragging his feet a little bit. Like It, it was like, <laughs> oops, I dropped my screwdriver. I have to bend over.
1: Oh well, I realized later I think he was nervous because he thought that was going to be on the podcast because there were mistakes made during the process. So you're saying
3: the guy that you found when you googled IKEA <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was <laughs> our sound
1: our sound engineer Ollie said, "Oh, my friend is like amazing at putting together dressers. So you should have him on" The show as your expert he gave me his number and the guy was really you know he had a lot of information about ikea and he was a great expert and guest so but
3: i it's had a, little a bit like when you're an actor and they're like oh are you are you good at horseback riding and you're yeah. like yes of course and then you go out that weekend and you take horseback riding lessons
4: that's what sean young did for some movie
3: uh <laughs> taylor was
4: that she, are you related to sean
1: young as well <laughs> He's like that's what my cousin Sean Young just did on uh, NYPD Blue, which is coming back this fall. So, so the dresser never got made. The drawers were not finished. So I did. So the next episode was Mom's Day or Matched by May. The dresser is called the Mom Dresser. So the option was Mom's Day or Matched by May because this guy made the dresser on Mother's Day. I thought. Well, I didn't get to have a Mother's Day, and I have a dead mom, so why don't I make a holiday called Mom's Day as one of the options? So that was going to be May 20th would be officially Mom's Day, and that would be a day for people who don't have a mom. I talk about that meme that's like, and if you have a mom, yeah, (laughs) if you have a strange relationship with your mom, today is your day. (laughs) So for anyone who doesn't, you know, it's your day to build furniture. That's your day. It's called Mom's Day. So it was okay. that, or or the other option was matched by May. This one was actually tricky, you guys, because it was kind of a tie, which I'm <gasps> dealing with, and I do need to discuss with you. I, there's oh, a lot to talk about here, so I need
3: to... Yeah, because I definitely I thought this. matched by May would win, and then it didn't, and I assume right. that maybe you had created a lot of fake accounts to vote Well, let
1: me tell you something. I did vote, and I broke the vote, and... and so I thought, well, is that like the president votes for himself? Aren't I allowed to yeah, vote? Yeah, you're the
3: Kamala Harris of the Senate. Yes, I'm the uh. Kamala Harris. On
1: Mom's Day, I went out. I got orange juice to make a drink like I said I would on the episode. I was going to treat it like Mother's Day. I bought a bouquet of flowers, and I built the drawers. I put them in the dresser. They don't fit. I'm oh. going, urgh, ur. Thinking, oh my God, maybe I did something wrong. Because isn't that what you always do is you go, Oh, I must have made a mistake.
3: Right. And this does kind of make sense for mom mom's day because there's always like, like unmatched expectations that oh don't God. get met. Wow. Someone's disappointed. Right. We didn't oh, we didn't get to see beaches like I wanted to. Yeah. Every, it's never right. enough. Everyone feels bad. Right. It's never enough. So I couldn't
1: fit the drawers into the dresser because all I had was the frame of a dresser. So I was watching
3: tutorials going, what's different about mine? Like, why is mine not? Yeah. Was it like they were going partly in but weren't going all the way or they just weren't going in at all? They
1: weren't even going in. Then I realized the middle panel was put in upside down (laughs) of the entire frame. Attention what? and <laughs> the last episode, we were like, we can't drag Neil any more than we have already.
3: But no, I think this is <laughs> this is beyond the pale for, for a, a free dresser installation.
4: <laughs> this is unacceptable. You should sue him. I have a lawyer.
3: Oh my god, I,
1: I would never do that. He's Ollie's friend, first of all. How good of friends are you with Neil? Pretty good friends. He's pretty good friends with know. Neil. Okay
4: but ollie he was ollie. nervous have to sue ollie okay also. Yes. ollie <laughs> oh yeah i'd have to sue ollie
1: actually he's saying neil was nervous so i get that he was nervous with a stranger neil. that's why we call him nervous neil in fourth anxiety. grade
4: i don't care for neil though honestly i would never do that to you, lizzie i would say i don't think i'm the person you should hire and here's why but he was like i got you and ollie's in cahoots
3: well, I feel like Neil maybe did it on purpose. It's like when you spend the wow. night at a guy's place and you like, oh, I accidentally left my earrings there. Yes. <laughs> I guess I have to come by and pick them up. Holy shit. Like, Neil, Tomorrow I need night. to do a reverse dresser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you know, it's expensive to call someone because I would have to take the whole thing apart myself. So, finally, I was like, I need this dresser. My room is just an explosion of clothing. Like, I, there's nowhere to move. So, I called— And this has
3: been, like, a month since this started.
1: Exactly. And I moved in March. So, it's been this ongoing, like, just struggle. I just—I gave up so much of my furniture before the pandemic. So, I, went, I moved to New Mexico. Then when I came back, I really just didn't have anything. And I, I tried to, to disassemble it myself—
3: I didn't have the upper body strength. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like what you do is you just take it out to the curb and just let nature do its work. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I cremated it. (laughs) I I, I mean, these dressers are not meant to be taken apart and put back together.
1: Right. They're made of particle board. Yeah. The task rabbit was on his way to my place. I looked at his bio, and it said... You know, I put together furniture also. I'm a fire performer. Wow. He shows up. I don't know if I should use his name either. He told me to.
3: He was like, yes, and my Instagram handle. (laughs) (laughs) There's task rabbits all over the city right now just dying to get on this podcast. (laughs) Is there a famous rabbit? What else will Lizzie break?
1: (laughs) Are there any famous rabbits with names?
4: Velveteen, Roger. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, let's call him Roger Jessica. Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay.
4: Jessica <laughs> respects the ladies, the rabbits.
1: He did have red hair, so should we call him oh, Jessica? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. i okay. how
4: voluptuous Jesse. was he? Well, Jesse oh, let's, Jesse's too, it's neutral, but it's too confusing because we have Jesse here. Never oh mind.
1: that's true. Oh right, right, right.
4: Oh, was he she was she was he
1: Roger L- <laughs> cut. <laughs> No, he was not voluptuous. So he came over to my house. I'll just, we'll stick with Roger and we'll keep Jessica in our mind that we're like, we can or change pa- that at any point in our lives. Okay. Pa-
4: Paddington?
1: That's that a bear. Is that a rabbit?
4: Yeah, that's a bear.
1: Which, by the I'm way, sure. they're in Eagle Rock right now. Just FYI. There are bears in my oh, neighborhood. Oh, there are bears. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah.
4: We're, we're, and, so you sh- got the, and you got the, what's the animals you got everywhere? Peacocks?
1: I did, yeah. That was my old apartment. I had a peacock infestation. Lizzie
3: lives in the San Diego Zoo.
4: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry I'm running your podcast, but Lizzie is the only person who I've ever heard say anything negative about a peacock. Anyone else like, oh my god, I saw a peacock one time. Really? Wow. That's wow. It's like I saw like I saw like the blood moon. Like it's like, or I saw a lunar eclipse. It's like Lizzie's like. These peacocks, every time I open my door, there's peacocks. I need to move. I can't handle these peacocks. Oh my god. Their majesty
3: is disgusting to me.
4: Yeah. Maybe if they put
1: my dresser together, (laughs) correctly. That is crazy because my peacock in at my old apartment, I named it credenza because I was putting together an IKEA credenza at the time. Wait. That's crazy. How did you put
3: that dresser together? And why didn't you just do that again? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> That's a great question. I must have lost
1: confidence or something. I will say I didn't do a great job with that one. Like, there were doors that... I should have just done this by myself. But it was part of yeah, the challenge. Yeah, it could have
3: been done a month ago. I know, I know.
1: It, it was just, like, part of the fun of the show. Like, all, I'm getting this dresser. Let's work it into the, to the overall fabric. Does it feel like
3: the show... No, like, now that you're having people decide for you, does it feel like you can't do anything without the show telling you to do it? Like... Yes. The show didn't tell me to get dressed today, so I didn't do it.
1: Right. <laughs> well, I was, as one of the options, going to go rock climbing instead of the doing the This Is Us thing, because I actually really do want to do This Is Us. And that's yeah full disclosure. I'm really wanting to do that because I do want work. Okay. So this guy comes over. He builds the dresser super fast. And while he's doing it, I said, are you – and you're also a fire performer
3: and he goes, you're yeah, you're half yeah. as good at fire as you are at Ikea dressing. <laughs> we've got ourselves a show.
1: I'm like, are you, as my dresser's burning, I'm like, are you a fire performer? <laughs> <laughs> Red hair, fire performer. He was like, yeah. And I said, oh, that's so cool. And I asked him, do you ever do this show, Booby Trap? Because there's like this circus-like show in LA. And he goes, no, I don't really do like clowning stuff. He goes, I do fetish stuff. He did have ear oh. gauges Wow so he said he so performs sexy in Hollywood fire guy. yes he performs in Hollywood with this like sexy fire group and I said that's crazy and he goes are you a performer I said yeah I do comedy and he goes I could pretty pretty easily set you on fire <laughs> oh no sorry he, Taylor's face Taylor just recoiled in a way oh well Taylor the reason I thought you'd be Sorry, I need to change what he said because he, he actually said, I think I could pretty safely start
3: you on fire. <laughs> Did he just offer that without you asking? He's really anticipating your needs.
4: <laughs> C- can I make an observation?
1: He's like, all we'd have to do is stick some particle board to you. <laughs> <laughs> this dresser is very flammable.
4: I have th- this podcast yes. seems... Unsafe and something that you wouldn't want your daughter to participate in because mm. there's a lot of there's a lot of just like strange men coming into your house and offering <laughs> weird things. This seems like honestly the beginning of and I don't wish this. Um, uh, I don't think this will be about making a, a humor joke, but it does seem like the beginning of one of these like sad documentaries of so just like yeah, she just had this podcast. There were so many th-
1: signs. <laughs> it's <just> like Well, <laughs> this- that's what we're here to talk about because. I want the listeners to hear that because they do have to make a choice at the end of this. They have to vote. I so, want your safety.
4: I feel, I don't know if you're safer in the, this okay. is, the, this, the, I know, the, this is uh, us car sounds is unsafe is just to me a too. Town car
1: with strangers too. Well, there will be a driver who works for the company. You're not okay. the driver. No. And by the way, I looked up the, there, the other tours and there was a Mrs. Mazel one and the woman is dressed as Mrs. Mazel.
3: Oh, so do you have to and dress? Like, how would you dress as Mrs. <laughs> us? I've been thinking about Would maybe you dress a or something. <laughs> dress you could have two tri- other Lizzie's, one on each shoulder.
1: Wait, Jesse, that's brilliant, actually. <laughs> There's also, like, a kind of hot wife who's a dance instructor.
4: Oh, i is later. us? Is that what many are, more?
1: Have you moved on to jalapeno peppers? What are you holding <laughs> to?
4: <laughs> I, I, haven't, I forgot how much... Listen, I didn't even that this show, I, I'm getting anxiety. This, All this is stressing okay, me okay. out because I care about you.
1: Thank you. So he leaves my place. Here's another thing that I need to add. I had said, hey, it should be pretty quick. I just need to fix a panel. It should be a 30-minute job. And he was like, all good. Then he leaves my place and he texts me, oh, by the way, there's an hour minimum charge. And I was like, uh-oh.
4: To be a guest on your show, he should be paying you. no.
1: To do my dresser, assemble the dresser.
4: But I said, "Are you not?" Rec- he knows yeah, he's he on the show. To do an
1: hour minimum on my show.
4: Wait, but he says it's forty minutes. He's charging for an hour, and he gets to be a guest, and you're gonna plug his Instagram, and he's gonna light you on fire.
3: Yeah, don't plug his Instagram, Lizzie. Not you d- not for that. Well, here's my- the idea: Is
1: Taylor's crackling going to be cut out of post? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm sorry, I'm Taylor, truly Taylor, people not- actually
3: listen to this.
4: I'm it's not 11 even trying to be. it's I'm 11
3: a.m it's not even a mealtime
4: i'm stressed out already and then this is stressing me out more this and is, and is what's not happening. a classic
1: mealtime you need no. to get on noom you know what you're a graze grazer eater
4: uh, people no, aren't meant been- to
1: graze like cows taylor
4: i st- i could tell you it's not my podcast so another day i'll tell you my anxiety
1: oh are you having anxiety about around the fire i oh unconso- I
4: don't like these strangers coming into your house. I don't like the guy offering to catch you on fire. I don't like the guy charging you and then asking to be plugged on the podcast. That's Taylor behaviour. Get to
3: know fire people on America's Got Talent.
4: I know some fuck. I'm sorry for cursing. I know some do I know fire people? I went on a J-swipe date with this girl during, before vaccines. And she's like, we were hanging out in her backyard. I was like, so how, COVID's been crazy. This is what, back when, like, uh, like after hanging out with her, we were outside and I still quarantined for like seven days and got tested before going back to see my family. That's that's where my head was at before, outside, you know? Yeah. So, but in this girl, she's like, yeah, we, I was like, so how has it affected you? It's wild, right? She's like, yeah, we had a fire-breathing uh, rave party last week um, at my house here. And I'm like, what?
1: It is so funny, Jesse, that you asked him about America's Got Talent also. Because that was the reason I was going to say that I thought you would support the fire performance.
4: I don't support him in catching you on fire. I don't think I know. I probably met someone with does fire stuff. I stay away from those people, honestly. Nah, is he going to murder me? Don't plug my, like, don't but give I just bring my... a
1: fire extinguisher when I go <laughs> on my dates now. <laughs> <laughs> you have... <laughs> well... You know what? You
4: should date him. For that bit, that's very funny that you always have a fire extinguisher in your hands when you're with so,
1: him. So... so Oh, my God. I, oh, for sure. And that's the oh, thing I is...
4: Love, I support him, by the way. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what? He did a great job with the dresser. I did text him when he left and I said, oh, I didn't realize it was an hour minimum. Are you still in the neighborhood? Can you come back and hang up some paintings? And he was like, I'm already gone, but I'll be in the neighborhood next week and I'll do it free of charge. Okay. So
4: he owes you. you. Okay. But but respect your Jewish business skills there to be like, you know what? If I'm getting an hour, I want an hour of work. I'm not going to pay for it. And then in respect to him for being like, you know what? I got you and when I'm in the in the hood. You
1: have brought Judaism into this show on a level <laughs> that I just did not see coming,
4: Taylor. Well, what happens is that I forget that I don't have a Jewy last name. And then it, it might come off that I'm uh, making fun of Jews. And I want to be clear that I'm celebrating. So I overdo the Jewishness to make it clear that I'm actually Jewish.
3: I okay. Love that. You know I don't I mean? think there's going to be any question from the <laughs> list. Will you light me on fire with a menorah? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we? Can you walk us through the lighting on
1: fire yes. okay. procedure? So here's the thing. I would need to figure out what the joke is even to get. It's like I can't just go on stage and light on fire. And I was talking to my friend Marianne Sirk and she, I was like, what if I did like a climate change thing? And she goes, you shouldn't w- just walk out and go, climate change isn't
3: real. And then just start.
4: <laughs> Lizzie, don't lay yourself on fire. Please. Okay.
3: I, okay. Is there something with the piano? Like, is, I don't know that
4: you're. Jesse, don't encourage this.
3: Like, you accidentally pour water on the piano.
4: <gasps> but it was gasoline whoops.
1: The crazy thing is, I do have like, Six keyboards.
3: They're just begging to be lit on fire. They're begging.
1: <laughs> I don't like... Could
3: you play Great Balls of Fire? That's it. Light the piano it, on fire. Because you're playing... Great Balls so of Fire. fucking hot.
4: <laughs> I only support I, this type of... You do it with a menorah. That's the only way I support it. Uh, okay. <laughs> As your Jewish lawyer, this all seems like a bad idea. <laughs> you could get sued or they could sue you. I don't like this.
1: Okay. So you don't so right now, you're more this is us than this is fire,
4: yeah, and it's for
1: liability reasons
4: for all the for your safety and for the this guy who what kind of what, what kind of tell your therapist uh, I met this guy he says he wants to light me on fire. Should I see him again? Come on,
3: wow, okay, yeah. but I think, okay, I don't know, I mean, being lit on fire sounds like it's terrible. Just, no, I, don't, I I disagree. I, this is this is a moment. Like this is a the people in the audience would be like, we just saw we experienced something we would never have seen. We came for comedy, and instead we got third degree I burns. Yeah. <laughs> I get
1: burned, a- and then I try to do the This Is Us tour, and she's like, "Sorry," I'm like, "But I already
3: had the job."
4: Wait, I mean, wait, I, I do think the fire works show? with This Is Us as well. Could
3: you get burned? As a, this is us tour guide, you could let yourself. I'm on sitting fire. in the front
1: seat. I've got the clay on my face like Mandy Moore, the fake <laughs> old age makeup. Then I slowly turn around and I take it off <laughs> and reveal. <laughs> you wanted an immersive experience. <laughs> you wanted- because here's the thing, and this has happened with so many options on this show. I get really excited about like the fire thing. I'm like, oh my god, this is so exciting, or like dress a roulette. But then the reality
3: sets in. Like, I am going to be on fire. Like, Well, and there are practical... I mean, This Is Us is a paying job, right? That you get paid for it? Yes. At this point, I don't know how we monetize you being lit on fire.
1: (laughs) Well, it would make people listen to the show, probably. Yes. Only
4: fans. It'd help your only fans, for sure. Right.
3: (laughs) It's more exciting. It's just a little bit like I'm wrestling with the bird in the hand you have a you have a paying job, right? And but, you would just walk away from that for I don't know. It's it just feels a lot riskier. It's it's like the fire one is the cryptocurrency, and so you're also this is us. This it's is us as a savings currency. account. No, I'm I am so not. I'm I'm having a hard time deciding. Okay,
1: there are, there's a fire and this is us. So I either go this is the house that started on fire or this is the self that started on fire
3: yeah i well, i really do think you could work that into both
4: right <laughs> wait but oh yeah i should he's... bring
3: him on the this is us tour and be like and this is where <laughs> and then you'd get oh, better just... tips oh do you get tips for the this is us tour
1: yes
4: okay oh, okay
3: i think it might be kind of fun honestly
4: we have a quick question yeah how did he say he would No, it was sincerity how did he say he would like on fire
1: We don't know yet. We haven't worked out the logistics. But I did look at his Instagram. He's not technically on fire. He's like holding these like rods that are flames.
3: Okay. So that's another thing is maybe you could just have like a twirling baton that's on fire. Right. Is that possible? Like in that Designing Women speech. Uh, I think right now (laughs) I'm going piano. The the lights went out Uh, in Georgia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going piano right now. I think I'm going light the piano on fire. Light the piano honestly. on fire. Yeah. I think that's cool and like if I could find the right joke for it. So if they vote fire, if they vote this is fire, what I'm gonna do is I might do a special episode where I bring people on to workshop what the bit is. Like wouldn't that be yeah. fun? And you guys could come back if you want and like
3: And throw come out. up with the, the material, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: so it's like a team. It's like the the in your hands consultants, like Creative
4: consultant. writers' room.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Taylor, you're. This is us.
4: Yeah.
3: I just Jesse- I'm going fire just because <gasps> I want to come back Jessie. and write the bit. Okay. And I want to okay. write something very poignant about climate change.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> do, do you know what's the worst okay. thing you could do for the environment? Is lighting a piano on fire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that we'll might be figure true. it out. We'll figure it out. I I feel like. A- if, I, if Susie Orman were here, she would be so mad at me. Oh, my God. That is so funny that you bring up Suzy
1: Orman. I was just trying to oh, find I think that about her song. her all the time. Have you listened to her podcast, Women and Money? No. No. They, they had to change the opening song because it was really kind of like condescending. It was like, and together we will strive. <laughs> and everyone was like, why strive?
3: Like, can't we just be successful? Was it all about shopping? <laughs> Put
4: more it was like in women. your purse.
1: <laughs> Wear heels to them all. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it all. We can do it all. What, it, what do you guys want to plug as we're
3: saying goodbye here? Taylor, what do I you want to plug Taylor's mouth shut?
4: <laughs> Jesse, sassy 2022. Jesse is just <laughs> out of control. This is not the Jesse I know. She was so. I'm so
3: t- sorry, t- Taylor. It's I'm so not, good to see you. I really am. Nice I'm just like too. a little, I think I'm just too giddy. I have too much energy right now. Oh my God. Oh, I
1: can't believe this is, we're literally leaving it in their hands at this point.
4: I thought, y- by yeah, the way, we you didn't just decide the anything. Moment. I thought you said, I can't believe this is us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. There are three of us. The big three is what they call it on the show. We're the big three. Listen to Jesse's show inside. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. You can listen to
4: that podcast. Inside
3: Conan. Follow her at jesse's twats follow
1: jesse on twitter jesse's twats and taylor what do you want to plug anything
4: jesse is it too late to ask you to help me get on conan o'brien's show
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's been off the air for a year
4: (laughs) but i at betty the puppy doggy with a y is my dog's instagram she's followed by at least i can get her booked on conan though Dude, I'm not even kidding. I'm down for that. If you bring the show back just for my dog, she's the star. She's okay. Really cute. Okay. So watch but Taylor's
1: I, special on. Is it on Amazon I'm Prime?
4: T- I think so. But I'm Taylor comedy on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, and come see me and Jace wife. Uh, Jace, <gasps> we deleted that recently. Oh, Some, uh,
3: well,
4: yeah, things are going Lisa. well. She's not Jewish, but what are you gonna do? You know, no what? one's perfect. Oh my
1: god! After I all know. that.
4: I know it's really just a shtick. I don't care about that stuff. But you guys, uh, you
1: guys have truly been incredible guests. I'm actually, I feel very enlightened by your insights. I'm gonna say, and that was I feel like actually. We didn't my, do anything. We didn't figure anything out. You did though, and I have to say, my instinct weirdly was Jesse Fire, and okay. I don't know why. Beforehand, I was like, because I'm Jesse. It's because you've been my boss. I was like, she wants me to be gainfully employed. <laughs>
3: It's because I'm a sedentary. I do, but I also just, it's easier for me to take risks through you. And I feel like the fire is a fun risk.
4: It's not, it's a terrible idea.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I,
4: I care about you more than she does. She does the opposite of cares about you. I care about you.
3: I think, <laughs> I think this is us sounds more dangerous.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the, it's argu- it's, it's, every arguable... time you get in the
3: car, it's basically
4: right, a Right. What sentence. if it,
3: there's no catalytic converter?
1: <laughs> wow. Okay,
4: Oprah says, "Don't get in the car with strangers."
1: Okay, good we're luck, gonna, I'll say goodbye. One, I'm two, sorry three. We help. No, you did. You helped me I so helped. much. I love it. Okay. I helped. Okay, go back to your okay. matzo Taylor this is right. goodbye. This Happy is Hanukkah. Goodbye.
4: Love you. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you again to my hilarious guests, Jesse Gaskell and Taylor Williamson. Now let's move into the future. Let's draw a card for This Is Fire. (laughs) The moon. Okay. Uh, Not a great card. It means deception, illusion. Um, Maybe not all is what it seems as we peer into the flames. Okay, that makes me a little nervous. And now a card for This Is Us. Six of Pentacles. Oh my God, I'm helping people. It's, I'm giving to charity. Okay, I feel that the cards are very telling for this episode. Before I go, I want to say tomorrow night, um, Friday night, I'm going to show called Little Secret. Brett Davis. Um, it's his show. He's so funny. There are tickets on Eventbrite for that. I'll put a link in my stories. And Saturday I'm at Enovino, a show called Vino Underground. And I have a bunch of shows early June and then early July I'll be in Sacramento and Nevada City. I'll have those dates on my website. Thank you so much for listening. It really does actually mean the world to me. And now I ask you, this is fire or this is us? The choice could never be more. In your hands. A podcast. A podcast network.